Hello and welcome to the SBK betting podcast as our main focus is on Glorious Goodwood uh, this week, Qatar Goodwood Festival. We are at this point of recording halfway through the other week, but uh, we still got some good action to focus on towards the latter, the likes of the Stewards Cup uh, to be the, the main uh, focus and a few others as uh, well. But uh, my name is Luke Elder, uh, Ross Miller with uh, me as well. Ross, uh, how are you doing? How are you enjoying Goodwood more importantly? Really enjoying it, Luke. Uh watched a bit of the ITV coverage yesterday actually and uh, it's it's moved up the bucket list a couple of places actually to to get to Goodwood it's a, it's a place I've not been it 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 appeals to my laid-back nature and uh, not having to wear a top hat certainly appeals you've never been to Goodwood full stop or, or to N- glorious Goodwood never been to Goodwood full stop I, I'll say two things glorious place wonderful when the sun's out so that's six years time mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck trying to trying to work that one out. But it's been nice this week. We had two track records broken, or the same track record broken in the same day, uh, or one Wednesday. So the track's riding pretty fast, and the rain's not really meant to come this week. No, I think, um, and you know, I, I was a little bit put out that they 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 put what I thought was a bit too much water down for the first day. But we got to see Trushan, so let's not grumble too much. But I, I do like flat racing on, on good to firm ground if that's what Mother Nature is uh, is intending. And I think uh, for the race we're going to look at, the Stewart's Cup, the, the, the faster the better, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the draw isn't yet out for the Stewart's Cup, but it's the race that we're going to focus on uh, all the same. Obviously, it makes the race a little bit harder for, for you and I, uh, Ross, but I think we both got the same sort of view about where you at least want to be on the track. Yeah, I think we want to be sta- stand side, don't we, really? I think... Um, the last place you want to be in the middle, um, but for, for me, stand side. I I just think that horses do tend to roll off the, the the far side rail, and you can end up being on the far side rail, but but rolling into the middle of the track, which is which is not ideal. So yeah, I I've looked at it with very much with a view that I'm hoping uh, the couple of selections will get a nice a nice drop the stand side rail. Uh, who are you hoping is drawn in stalls twenty six and up? Well, so sort of. Look, looking at it, I thought it had an interesting makeup. It's fairly compressed at, at the weights. Um, I think Great Ambassador needs a mention because he was a, he was a very good third last year, running on the on the wrong side of the track. Um, he's effectively eight pound higher if you factor in that uh, Safi Osborne is is full value for a three pound, which I happen to think she is. I think she's very good. Eight pound is probably a bit of an ask, but he probably deserves to get a nice draw and run a big race after such a monstrous effort this time last year. Last year's winner Comanche Fours is in there. I was quite surprised to see he's only two pound higher. I don't think that's necessarily going to stop him. So I've certainly got a, a mark against him that if he gets a favourable draw, I'd like to have a, a few pound running on on him. I thought regional was was interesting with Ryan Moore booked. I thought that was an eye-catching booking for the Bethels, but he's often slowly away. Um, and as, as we mentioned last week, Goodwood is, is chocked full of hard luck stories. Um, he looks ripe for one t- to me. So... Uh, although he's got ability and he's interesting I put a line through him just because of his run style um, <laughs> that said the one I'm coming down on um, is is method now whether there's method to the madness here I, I'm not sure I think he's a really talented horse um, some of his two-year-old form was 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 top-notch clearly lost his way a little bit he's clearly not that easy to train um, and he's got a a big enough weight but because it's fairly compressed he's not having to give absolute chunks away which sort of encouraged me in a little bit and I just think he's got the ability to win a race of, of this nature it was a really good run in the Coral Charge uh, fast finishing third behind Rasal over five furlongs 
I just wonder whether this, this quick six furlongs might just suit him well. He will need a bit of luck in running. He bombed out at Newbury last time. It was inexplicably bad. Um, the sprinters can be a bit like that, can't they? They need things to go their way. Um, he could well finish last, but I think he's got a huge amount of ability. I think he's probably the most talented horse in this race. And so therefore, uh, he goes on my list along with Comanche Force. Yeah, I think sprinters can do that at, at Newbury as well. Newbury's been a weird flat track for the last three or four years, but um, Comanche Falls and, and Method, the two for Ross. Um, I've just seen the, the sort of anti-post markets, and when the dealing's done was one of mine. He's, he's towards ahead of the, the market, but I'm not against that at all. Much like Ross, I would like them drawn high, more towards the, the stand side. Uh, obviously, last time around, ran well up until a point, then got sandwiched, got mullered, and the run came to an end. Still managed to rally for seventh, though. I thought that was a really good effort over at, um, at Ascot. I think a quick six will, will really suit when the deal is done. And as we said earlier on, two track records for the juveniles, admittedly, went earlier on in the week. That's a big positive, that the faster the ground, the better uh, for when the deal is done. I'd have preferred it if they put no uh, water down whatsoever, but that's fairly unrealistic and when the deal is done I think he's going to be a big player in this and I'll take one of the bigger prizes as well for Mick Appleby who his runners I always tend to watch out for generally in the, the consolation race of this but Anaf just misses out from getting in the consolation is the the second lowest I think to get in or, or one of the last ones to get into the field if you will uh, is a three-year-old in in this field but I do think there's more to come from Anaf. Last time around, managed to to run at, at Newcastle, bumped into Sense of Duty, who uh, won the chip chase in very, very nice fashion. I'd, I'd imagine that Sense of Duty will be a Group 1 horse by the end of the year, potentially it's something like Champions Day. And before that, York was on the wrong side in the wrong part of the race, more towards the rear of the field, and things just didn't go right. But still managed to finish fifth behind Harry Three. We know what he's gone on to do since. He was very good over in France in that group company not so long ago. So I think Anaf is a horse that, at the prices, is worth keeping an eye upon. Um, Jess Stafford was with us. She's off to, to Goodwood, but she sided with just another bottle. And do you remember who our other one was, Ross? Uh, Tinto, was it? Tinto, yes. Tinto and just another bottle. So if they win, well done to uh, to Jess. But we're each taking uh, two in the, uh, the Stewards' Cup. And uh, obviously... We've got quite a bit more racing on in the weekend, so I'm going to pinpoint you down, Ross, to a, a nap of the weekend. Uh, so a, a nap this is a horse I've been waiting for since the, the middle of last year. Um, I, I write a piece for Racing TV, Juvenile Watch. Uh, he was one of the first ones that went to my notebook uh, early last year. A horse called Love de Vega from the Johnston Yard. Um, he's got a pedigree that is chocked full of stamina. And yet he still ran two really good races over five furlongs very early in the year um, behind a horse of Forca Brazil, who uh, won the Brocklesby last year. Um, it was two nice pieces of form. He then won very easily over six furlongs in a, in a fairly moderate race, but he did it very, very nicely. He wasn't hard pressed to it. And then has clearly had a few issues and has, has been away. He was entered up quite early in the season and, and never actually got to the track. He was a, a late uh, non-runner. He steps up to seven furlongs here at Newmarket feel that's going to suit I think what he's been doing he's been doing on ability certainly not from suitability all the family is mile and a half performers um, I think seven furlongs on the stiff stiff enough track at Newmarket I'm really excited to see him off bottom weight with uh, Frankie Dettori riding who goes to Newmarket instead of Goodwood yeah it's going to be one of the trickier ones but at least you've been waiting for a little while yeah, it's, 
you won't be let down too much. <laughs> it's, it's surely, surely got to be worth the wait. Yeah, exactly. Um, one that I haven't been waiting quite as long for. I'm going to go to Galway for, for my nap of the uh, the weekend. That the four fifteen, which uh, is quite boringly for for Galway, one of their uh, their their nursery contest but i think thunderbear it is a horse of jack davison who is so much better than a mark of 82 has been quite weirdly at campaign uh must be said and, and it's dual or doubly entered at Galway, so do keep an eye on on where thunderbear actually does go but ran last time around in group three company at the uh the curra uh that was in the anglesey stakes behind little big bear very high company to be keeping the time before that ran one of the most extraordinary races you'll see at bellies town uh, was was up to a mile in the maiden contest, really kicked for home and showed tons of speed early on. Just didn't quite see out the mile, which as a two-year-old, there's no shame in in that whatsoever. Uh, was second at Down Royal over five furlongs the time before. I think this trip is absolutely perfect. Obviously, there is a question mark whether Thunder Bear actually runs here because there are other entries, I say, in the week. But if, if Thunder Bear does run here, I, I'm struggling to see the Davison runner at Beaton, if I'm being perfectly honest. That's in the 4.15 at um at Galway and of course uh, SBK as always has got uh, place only uh, odds on all races anything that I could steal from you Ross at a a big price for a place only shout yeah uh, again I've gone I've gone to Galway for this uh, the the 230 the ball sport hurdle um I really like the little big yank he doesn't win all that much but he's got some really good course form around Galway. He's been second a number of times, been third a couple of times. And he was eighth in October last year where he looked like he was going to go very close, but then absolutely made a horlicks of the, of the second last and ended up finishing eighth. Um, I think this he's been running over two mile two and a bit. I think this step up to two mile six is really going to suit. Harry Swan, very talented lad, claims seven pounds, will lighten the load significantly. Um, he may be good enough to win it, but I'm very confident he, he, he can more than easily hit the frame. I'm going to do a swap with Ross. He's going to go away. I'm going to go back to Goodwood uh, for the, the place only uh, one. Uh, in the 210 at Goodwood, the, the mile six uh, summer handicap. But Bagdoor is a horse that I, I've loved this season uh, for the Chris Wall yard. Uh, managed to win at Newmarket a couple of starts ago. Beat Sea Appeal that day. He just keeps on finding. And, and he's a very tough nut to crack. We, we found that out last time at, at Ascot. He got the better of Berkshire Breeze and Inverness, who we've seen at, um, at Goodwood so far this week. He was probably on the wrong part of the track as well, more towards the far side. The wider you were that day uh, with the cutaway at Ascot, the, the better it was. But I still think Bagdor's got a, a fair bit more to um, to give. He's only three pounds higher than for that Ascot success. Yes, I know this is a trickier race, but from a place-only standpoint, I think Bagdor is going to be very, very interesting for uh, for Chris Wall and Neil Callan. Hopefully a good day for Neil Callan as well as he's on when the dealing's done uh, in the uh, the Stewards' Cup. But uh, uh, Ross, a bit more of a, a brief uh, SBK betting podcast. Without uh, our esteemed week, leader. But... Yeah, without, without Jess. Uh, I, I believe one of our other esteemed leaders and colleagues will be back next week in Tom Collins. So if I'm not here, it's been a pleasure being with you guys and I'm sure I will be at some point again, but... I'll return to my my usual home of the SBK Saturday night selections. But uh, Ross, uh, working with you has been an absolute pleasure. And with you, Luke. Uh, We'll be back next week, or at least Jess uh, will definitely be back next week. It will be either myself or Tom Collins, depending on how being a dad is going in the first three weeks of uh, his life. But thank you for being with us. Uh, Apologies, it's a shorter episode today, but hopefully still a few winners to be found on the SBK Betting Podcast. We'll see you next week. Until then, have a very uh, good weekend. Stay safe. Look after another. Goodbye. 